I think theology is for the clergy. I just believe in Jesus. Certain hermeneutics of eschatology demand an exegetical approach. I think you shouldn't question what you were taught in church. Isn't that blasphemy or something? Theology. Theology. Unplugged. I'm Michael Patton, and we're really excited to have you. Whatever place you're coming from, YouTube or Spotify, it's great to have you. Wherever you're coming from, please do subscribe. You'll love this channel. It's a lot of fun. It's called Theology Unplugged, and we really do things unplugged. And I've told you this many times before, probably a hundred over the last, you know, uh, almost 20 years we've been doing this. Gosh, since 2005. But um, uh, it, it, it started as a after-class discussion in my theology program classes. we I taught all these theology program classes for six years at Stonebride Community Church. Big crowds. It was a, oh man, it was a blast. And then afterwards, we just have lines of people who'd want to come up and talk. And as I was talking to them in a very informal way, it seemed like I changed my tune, you know? When the presentation, it's very formal, very structured. But whenever I got with them, I changed my tune, and I thought, this is really great. This is better than the classes themselves, maybe. And so I said, we got to somehow be unplugged and let people see it. And so this is where that came from. And so I have got, got a friend, and we're ta- we've been talking about UFOs. Of course, yeah, here we go, UFOs. UFOlogy is what I call it. UFOlogy bonanza, because <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, and if it's not crazy to you, it should be, because, uh, you know, there's something going on, and I'm not saying what it is, but I'm saying whatever is going on has a significant impact, no matter what view you take, and no matter what view you take, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, because it is here we got something going either in somebody's minds, either a bunch of lies or there's something going on. So I've got a good friend, Ed Kratz. He's at, he took the theology pro. Gosh, I've known him. I've known him for 20 years as well, as long as I've known Carrie. Um, and he, he is a great friend. We've we talk, we've talked for years and years. And uh, we're able to talk like this. We have conversations like this. And he likes to talk about UFOs just like me. He's interested in it. And we just sit, go back and forth on what in the world's going on. And so we have completely figured it out. And we're going to tell you here during this podcast. So let me introduce Ed Kratz. Hey, hey, hey Ed. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good, good. Uh, that we've already said how you doing in the green room, but now we're doing it formally. <laughs> See, that's, that's unplugged. I have to correct you already. What's I've that? Known, I've known you longer than Carrie because I was your first TA, and Carrie came on after Kathy. Oh, he was longer than Carrie. That is something special was, there. I'm telling was, you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but he, he was on my online classes. Gosh, we, we've met up. We've done things together. He's he's uh, come here and uh, had a long vacation, work vacation. He's worked for us, and he still does in a way. Whenever I have a problem, any problem that's a technical problem, he does it because t- uh, Ed is a technology whiz. He knows about computers, and he knows about programming. 
He can do all this stuff. And so his mind is structured different than mine. And so it's fun for us to talk about this and see the meaning of the minds. Now, Ed, okay. Here's the deal, right? I mean, what was it? Day before yesterday, we had a, uh, a somebody come into the Senate and talk about UFOs. Can you, you, can you explain briefly what he did? Well, okay. There's three people all together, right? It was Grush and then Faber. Uh, Faber was the guy with the uh, Tic Tac video. And then I can't remember the other guy's name, but I mean, he's just, it was kind of weird, right? Because the first question um, that he was asked, he said he couldn't answer, which was, how do we have, how we had contact with UFOs? But then they, after that, they asked him, um, do we have biologicals is what he called it, right? Um, alien biologicals, he says, yes. <laughs> say whether or not we contact, we had contact with them, right? He says, we have, we have uh, hardware that we're, you know, that's stored and he knows where it's stored. And, but the, the important thing with, with Grush to me is, what is that, what is his name? Spell out his name if you got if you can. G R U C S H. Okay. Right and and um, he's not an eyewitness though. He's interviewed people who are eyewitnesses. So like Fra Fraber, he was he was the pilot for the Tic Tac video. So he actually shot the Tic Tac video. Well, I mean, it was on his in his jet. Right? So. But it's interesting that the Congress, and if you watched uh, the latest Skinwalker Ranch, Mike Lee was on there for a second. He didn't really say much. He just thanks for the, the work, and it's you know, kind of it's, it's important for national security if something's going on, stuff like that. Well, it's interesting to me that you have Congress being interested in this suddenly. Right. It's part, uh, right? They're actually talking about it. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's just odd. First of all, I mean that that's the thing that stands out. And that's probably the reason why we're doing the podcast, right. not because people are now saying stuff about it um, in general, or people have seen something new. But Congress has called this, in, and uh, during the interview, from what I saw, they were actually very interested. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, and so uh, and a lot of the questions they like you said they said they couldn't answer but they said they would answer afterwards to congress in private right we're in a skiff you know i'll show you stuff in a skiff and, and what's a skiff the skiff is uh a special compartmented um information something it's basically a giant faraday cage you know what that is there's no yeah. cell phones taken in right there's no no way to communicate everything's done inside that room that's disconnected from the world and so basically once you leave the room you can't you can't tell anybody. Yeah, you can't take anything in generally you can't take anything out. So. Well, I mean, why would they even do that? I mean, Congress has got to respond in some way, right? I mean, I don't know how. But. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's this is this is when you go back with the whole Trump thing and I'm not trying to jump around, but this is where Adam Schiff would go into the skiff, read the stuff and then come out and just make up stories, right? Mm -hmm. Because he would tell yourself there was no way to back it up because um or or see whether he's telling the truth because it's all classified information so that's that's the problem okay well let me let me uh talk to our audience and talk to you as I, as I do this, but whenever we talk about these UFOs, when we talk about these aliens, I mean obviously um it's it's not a shoulder shrug from a Christian worldview. I mean it, here's what any anybody looking at this, 
usually doesn't have this built into their theology because you don't find this in the Bible. Of course, people have wondered. I mean, it's been a question we've all had where we ask, uh, you know, do you think there are people on other planets? We've been saying that all my entire life and going way, way back ever since we started going to space and, you know, just basically discovered how big the universe is, how many planets there are. So it's been a question forever. Is there life on other planets? And so this is something that uh, you you probably in the in some time been been asked or asked this question and you came up with an answer maybe your answer was well the universe is big and god can do whatever he wants or maybe you can say no i don't think so because the universe if, if there is other people on other planets or uh, beings humanoids on other planets people that are self-aware uh, any creature that is self-aware uh, on other planets, then we would have to ask the question about their relationship to God in lieu of the fall. That's what we'd say, because whenever we talk about the fall, we believe that the fall affected all of creation, not just not just us as individuals, our spirits, uh, not just that we're broken, not just that we're separated from God for whenever we're born, and we need Christ, but even even the uh, Earth itself is subject to create uh, to the fall. Um, Romans tells us that it tells us about uh, everything uh, being affected and all of creation, and as since yearning for the coming of Christ, because creation itself, in some sense, it's not conscious, but the idea is it needs to be restored. Something was better than what we have. And so sin affected all of creation, even, even uh, you know, the animals. Everything was affected. So that's the question. Okay, if there are aliens on other planets, wh what happened? Hold on. I'm going to take a break, put, turn my light back on. I'll edit this. Need a new light there, too. So that, that, that's where we end up, I think. Mm -hmm. And now, here we are asking this question again and being very serious about it which is the crazy thing so Ed, did i get that you think i got that right i think so um i think it's definitely right because <clears throat> i mean those are the answers that's the question right is is there life on another planet is it is it even within this dimension right or, or spiritual beings or aliens whatever you however you're going to classify them are they from another planet or are they from another dimension? I think that's the big one of the big questions. Uh, because if they're if they're from another planet, then it seems like they're they're inside of our universe. They're bound by natural law. Yeah. Physics, right. Yeah. And you start talking about ten thousand light years away. Well, how they get here? Because the physical world, if you you can only travel so fast before you just implode, right, and just disintegrate. Yeah, yeah, Einstein says the speed of light is the. Uh, we can't do the speed of light. We can't right. get up to it because it's. I, I forget what it says. Something like it's. Uh, you turn into pure mass or something. And I don't know yeah. what that means. Right. But uh, we can't go the speed of light, and the nearest planet to be able to get here would be. I mean, what a million years or something. Yeah. Travel yeah. the speed of light. Yeah, and that's so. So to me, that's where it seems like it seems more interdimensional than than uh, other planets but it's all speculation right because we don't even know that our physics are 100 percent right 
So basically what you're saying is that the theory right now is we can't do the speed of light, but I mean, all, all science is in process and it's in a theory. And so there may be something we don't know within physics that allows us to travel faster. Maybe, you know, like in Star Trek, you go warp and that's, uh, that's uh, the speed of light. Warp five though is 500 times the speed of light and warp nine or 9.9, .9, that's the fastest Star Trek can go. I'm very much a Trekkie, but uh, it's, a, it's 1,000. 100 times the speed of light but it still takes a long time they were going 100 100 uh 100 100 times the speed of light and they were going they were no i'm sorry excuse me 1100 times the speed of light the other one would be pretty darn fast but they were going um for they they got transported to another uh part of our universe far far away in our galaxy only in our galaxy and they were traveling as fast as they could, 1,100 times the speed of light, and it was taking them 70 years to get back. That's just within our galaxy. And there's so many other galaxies. And, you know, so we, we can see these galaxies. So that's the amazing thing. And that's another thing, Ed, people come up with that <laughs> seems very uh, reasonable in some ways is that, I mean, if there's that many, we the chances are, this is what they'd say, chances. They would say the chances are if we were, we evolved, let's take God out of the equation for a second. And they say, well, the chances are there's somebody else somewhere. Well, you know? Yeah, yeah, but that's that, that's taking God out of the equation and inserting evolution. That's well, but, but listen, let, let's put God, I mean, let me not take God completely out of the equation, but be a a evolutionary theist you do believe in god but you believe he used evolution and so maybe he's letting things go it's kind of a deist approach but some sometimes when people say that i have the feeling that that's what's in their mind you know it's just there's got to be there chances are there's something else i just got a comment on facebook that said the exact same thing from a christian right. so chances are okay so um i believe i mean the god you sorted it off, right? God can do anything he wants. God can have other, can have life on a million other planets if he wants to. He's God. He created the planets. If, if he created the universe, which we believe he did, strongly believe that, why can't he have life on other planets? My only problem is, instead of a problem, it's just the, the one issue is if those people, whatever, those that creation, whatever it is, if they could reach us, just seems like God would have given us a heads up. That's the only, that's the only issue that I have. Like in the Bible somewhere, and some people will say that the Watchers and, and things like that, and, and I think they're valid points. The Watchers, you know, in the in the Old Testament, were told that that there's angels that report back to God in Job and Zechariah. Um, you know, so so some people will point to that, and it could be. The, the, I don't believe the the aliens necessarily. I don't want to get ahead of you too much, but I don't think the aliens or the, the UFOs are necessarily good spirits or evil spirits i think but i do think they are spiritual beings okay so first of all ed let's ask this question you do believe something's happening out there oh absolutely 100 you don't think it's a lie no you don't think i mean i don't i can't well, tell you I think there's a lot of lies right there's a lot of lies but there there are there are things that we can't explain Okay, let me go real broad for a second. This is, but this is where my mind goes. Okay, very, very broad. Hey, I remember uh, having three-hour conversations back with what was it called, ghost hunters or whatever. <laughs> there we go. You knew where I was going. <laughs> okay, so we got a lot of different categories, right? 
let me let me read off some of these categories. This is my cheat sheet, remember? Okay, so we've got aliens, and then there, there's lots of groups of aliens. I, you got the greys. That's kind of the most common one. You've got the lizard. I, uh, the lizards, is that what it's called? <laughs> Some people call them, I think they call them the dracas. But I don't, I don't get into all the different types that much, but they are called the dracas or lizard people, right? That's like David Icke. Okay, so well, the, but this is the type of things that you yeah. people say they see. I mean, we don't have this from. Well, we had not yet. We don't have it from the government. We and that guy that talked. Wait, wait. But let me go back to the guy that talked for a second. I'm sorry, but um, who was that guy? He is. He's supposedly former intelligence whistleblower. He's a, a whistleblower. It's, I don't. It's Air Force intelligence. Something like that. and uh, So it's not the Air Force coming up and saying, we've got to tell everybody. It's somebody who is used to be in it, and he's telling on them. He's, that's what he says. He doesn't seem like a whistleblower to me, especially in his original News Nation. Um, well, why doesn't he seem like a whistleblower? Because he's, he's, like, so casual. He's so, I mean, it's a pretty big story he's telling, right? Like, it seems like he got the green light to go ahead and do this, even though they're calling him a whistleblower. Okay, so uh, he's put out there. I'm not sure, but he just seems too casual about it for somebody who's going against the government narrative. So you don't think you don't think there's something going on within the government, something in the you know deep state, something in the bureaucracy, something in the military that uh, they're fighting this, and they're kind of like, oh my gosh, Congress is finding out, and Congress is like, we really got to figure out what's going on here. You know, our leaders, our representatives. They're elected and they're in and out. I mean, you know, within uh, four years, uh, eight years. I mean, they get reelected a lot of times. Some of the senators in Congress, but um, you've got them, and you think to yourself, do they know what's going on? Just like, just like every time the president is interviewed on one of these night shows, what do they ask him? Whichever president it is, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they ask him, are there UFOs? Right. They, yeah, they've probably. always done that because that is something you assume the high people in the government actually do know. But this is telling us, no, they don't know. The people who are elected don't, to, for us don't know. But the people who have full-time jobs in mm -hmm. the government, the deep state, the black ops, right. something deep, 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 secret, mm -hmm. a bunch of people, they do know. And Congress is fighting with them. I mean, does that seem like a fair thing to say? I, I think, yeah, I think that's accurate. And that's why I don't, I think Rush is too casual about in his interview, because those are the people that he's blowing the whistle on. Right? Do you think he's, do you think he's blowing the whistle in a sense, just to, you know, like whenever you tell a lie, you tell only a little piece of it. So it looks like you've confessed. Yeah. yeah but there's a, a whole lot more. Yeah, they'll call it like a limited hangout, right, where he's going to give you a little bit of information, but not the whole story. And he probably doesn't know the whole story. I don't think there's a lot of people that do know that the, the entire story as a group of people. Yeah. That's going on. Um, yeah. There's absolutely black ops. There's absolutely deep state or bureaucratic state, whatever you want to call it. That, yeah, they're not sharing the information with the elected, elected officials at all because they're temporary. And they might come out. Yeah. Know, the president might be like, hey, you know, and yeah. they, might, they might also use it for political purposes. Isn't that interesting? I mean, basically what we're saying is that Congress doesn't really run the, the some of the foundational things that are going on in the background. Well, that's a big problem, right? Yeah.
Well, that's, uh, that's a real big problem, and, but it's true. We, you know, we, we know that there's all these, I think it's a combination in this, with this particular topic of the government and these big companies that make all of the military weaponry and things like that, the, the industrial military industrial complex, whatever you want to call it. Um, I yeah, people that are, people that aren't even in the military too. Some of these, uh, yeah, some of these corporations, Lockheed and Raytheon and all, all these companies, they, they have billions and billions of dollars worth of technology invested, you know, money and, mm -hmm. and the, the tech. And how much of it? When do we find out? That, I know, got. I want to get to the next part of what I was going to talk about, but one more thing. Um, why? Why do you think? Okay, let's say the deep state does know. Let's assume right now that the right. deep state does know a lot. We're well, not everything, but they are yeah. know a lot and they're investigating a lot. And there's mm -hmm. different groups that are connected to them that are doing the same thing. And uh, maybe let's say that because this is what he says. The, uh, the, didn't he say there was uh, we were using the technology? Yeah, yeah. He said we're we're reverse engineering. Yeah. Okay, I so we, I don't remember him saying specifically what technology we were reverse engineering I, I, a lot of people talk about that with the you know um the drives and the anti-gravity and all that stuff i don't think he actually said that at least not in the congressman okay well that's the theory too but, i mean the theory yeah. is there may be a lot of these ufos that we see you know the this uh uh the tic tac and you know, the, the traditional looking ufos all those that we see a lot of them may be ours right yeah, I, I think a lot of them are ours. I mean, we didn't know about the stealth bomber until we knew about the stealth bomber. Yeah. But they were flying it around testing it to see what people would see, what they would report, how it would do with radar for years before we actually knew about it. And people were reporting it as UFOs. Well, let's give them the benefit of the doubt for a second. Let's ask this. They are doing things in the background. They are creating stealth. Uh, you know, uh, uh, they're creating things to protect America eventually. That, I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying they are actually doing that for that purpose, but let's just say they are. The government actually is working for us, and it's good, and they're keeping it secret. Why are they keeping it secret in this context? In that context, I mean, you don't want, wouldn't you rather have a weapon that China and Russia don't know about until you pull it out? I mean, that just seems, um, you, you, you want them to think that you have less than you have. That would be, what I would do strategically, why show them something that's 25 years ahead of where we are, you know, that, um, just to show it. Mm -hmm. Unless you're trying to scare them. I think you're better off, you're better off keeping it secret. Isn't that interesting to think what's going on there? Like if you, you're working there and you're in the deep, deep state, and you know about all this stuff and you're trying to keep it secret, but let, let, I'm assuming a lot of stuff because there's just all kinds of things that go through my mind, but Let's say that Russia and China and everybody, they don't have this stuff. They didn't get a crashed UFO, uh, but they obviously they've heard that there's rumors, at least, that we have this stuff. Right. I think, it, I think it's a big assumption to assume they, they don't have it. Okay. Let's say, but let's say they, let's say they don't. Things are just like, hey, let's go to America. Yeah, well, let, let's say they don't for just for a second, yeah. because okay. we are keeping it secret. And mm -hmm. if we're keeping it secret, therefore, we are hoping they don't know. Right. Otherwise, you know, it does no reason to keep it secret. And so uh, th there's some there's probably, you know, something in the CIA, all that kind of stuff, something going on to where um, we are protecting it. And then their their organizations 
are coming and trying to spy on us and figure out what's going on. It just seems like that would be more of a trouble, but you never hear about stuff like that. Not that you hear about much that's going on in the deep state, though, but it seems like, you know, China and Russia, they would be trying to hack the, the whatever it is, the organizations that are there. But uh, let, uh, let me let me uh, get to this part, okay? So, um you know, th this is the broader categories of what we're talking about because you got the aliens, you got the grays, you that uh, the grays that are just the traditional looking aliens, big old eyes, kind of short, gray, or sometimes green. Uh, you got the lizards, you got the insectoids. You've yeah. heard of those, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard of the whole list, but <laughs> I mean, it's it's just funny because you can find people that uh, you know are are seem to be very legitimate. And, you know, talk about seeing a big insect looking creature that used telepathy to talk to me. Yeah. Um, I've, seen I, I've seen people like that that are very, very interesting. I'm not saying I believe it, but it's just right. it's just interesting because there's the, the the most interesting thing to me, Ed, is these people are willing to put their reputations on the line. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes that is very destructive for them. Yeah. It doesn't benefit. I mean, like, when we talk about the resurrection of Christ, one of the greatest evidences is the apostles, what they did afterwards. They put their lives on the line and gave up their lives right. saying this. And so these people, I'm not saying they're putting their lives on the line, but they are putting their reputation on the line and their future on the line for this. So it's just interesting because you've got all of these people saying, actually saying, they see these things and they're real. The tall grays. And then they've also got the humanoid uh, looking ones, the ones that almost look human. I mean, those go from the men of black and men in black to, you know, uh, others. <laughs> Maybe that girl on the plane. <laughs> you know that girl on the plane? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. Oh, you got to well, you gotta watch that. It's all over TikTok, all over YouTube. But some girl on a plane recently, about a week ago, just started freaking out. And they're recording her and she's going... That man over there is not really a man. Oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a lizard, you know, or something like that. So, yeah, I, yeah, I actually did see that. But, it, but the thing is, there's just so much of that stuff. And we can, we can throw it away real quick. You know, people are crazy, whatever. But, you know, I think about it. And I say, there seems to be something going on. Mm -hmm. And not, not, not just in the deep state, but in the deep culture, you know, behind the scenes mm -hmm. that is, is odd. Okay, we know God's involved uh, with everything. We we trust God. We know that what the Bible says, it doesn't say anything about this. But at the same time, we have to use experience uh, in our sources for truth. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, that's that's a, that's a actually the primary source of truth that we go to. We just don't admit, admit it. Mm -hmm. um, it's experience and emotions. But okay, so you got those and then... Then I know you know I'm going to bring this up. We've got also the paranormal stuff right. that people talk. I think about. they're all tied together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all this paranormal stuff where people are investigating, par uh, you know, ghost adventures and and um, uh, Project Fear. That's my favorite Project Fear. Oh. If you ever want to watch one, have you yeah. seen Project Fear? Uh, no, no. I, I was trying to look at somebody else. No, I haven't even heard of it. You gotta, you gotta watch that. Promise me you'll watch some of it. I'm watching, I'm watching that. What's it? Or I did watch the, all through the Beyond Skywalker Ranch. That was really good. Uh, you were right. Some of those episodes were good. So I did that for you. You watch Project Fear, at least one do. of them. I will do that. Okay, so, so I don't get any of the major channels here. 
Yeah. You don't know it's on, it's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but uh, you've got you've got this going on. I mean, people seeing ghosts, people hearing spirits, people you know picking things up on their on their uh, ring cameras. I had a girl call me, and I've got the conversation. I recorded it. She talked to me for an hour. A Christian. She was a Presbyterian, and just just as solid as can be theologically. But she, with a straight face, I didn't see her face, but was talking to her. We, she, with a straight face, told me this story for an hour about different things she's experienced in her house, things that she hears on her camera, things that have happened to her that goes so far as a man coming in her kitchen that was looked like kind of like her husband, but was much taller and had longer arms and formed more and more into her husband as she walked by. I don't, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but the thing is you've got so many of these things and we just kind of throw them away as if they're that easy to throw away and say, people are lying. I know people lie, but usually they have a reason for it and right. you can figure out that reason. I don't know what was going on with her, but here's the deal. I did believe she was serious right. and I did believe that she, I mean, she wasn't making stuff up. Right. Because, something happened. Yeah. 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 Unless we experience, unless we personally experience something, I don't think we can really believe it. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. Like but you can, you can believe by knowing people and listening to them. It's just like miracles, right? When we hear, we hear people telling uh, stories of miracles or exorcisms and things like that, working with missions groups, right? And having known people going all over the world, some of the stories you hear are unbelievable, but they're, they're miracles. So it's easier for us as Christians to accept. Mm. The, the darker side of the spiritual world is much harder for us. To yeah. Accept. Yeah. We know it exists, but we kind of, if we don't experience it personally, we're like, yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, why wouldn't that exist? Yeah. Well, when you're talking about ghosts, you know, here's the thing, just like with aliens, you, you know, a Christian goes through their mind and they say, well, uh, well there's one of two options. Uh, these ghosts are real. You know, I really saw St. Uh, Thomas Aquinas said he saw his brother come back from the dead and he mm -hmm. believed it was his brother. I mean, not bodily. I mean, his spirit right. and his spirit would talk to him sometimes. Um, and, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas is no lightweight and wasn't crazy. He was he yeah. was the uh, uh, what, what do they call him? The bull theologian. He was really big at the end kind of like I am. I'm trying to do the Aquinas thing. No, actually, I'm, I'm reversing that right now. But um uh, you've got people who think they're real, and then there's people who think these must be just demons trying to mess with us. The dark side, you know, the the evil spirits messing with us, uh, and that's usually the two options they have. Now, I don't necessarily take either one of those options, uh, but uh, those are the two options we may take talk about mine. Now, let me just throw these out here, okay? Because because I, I get into this stuff sometimes. I do enjoy it because it makes my mind think and it gets me out of the box that I'm in theologically to say what if. And that's really all I try to get people to do is say what if. I'm not saying we're going to tell you what's right. I said that at first, but I'm, I'm not. Yeah. yeah that so was, what, what if? That was your click. Um, cryptoids in general. Cryptoids, that's what they're called. 
uh, they're not crypto, cryptoids. <laughs> you got Bigfoot, of course. I mean, there's so much stuff about Bigfoot, always has been. I mean, the same type of thing, people putting their reputation online mm -hmm. saying they saw this stuff. You got Bigfoot, you got werewolves, you really do. Look that up. There is in the in the northern states, there are people that, that believe they see werewolves, people that uh, have arms and legs, humanoid people, but have a head of a, of a dog or a wolf. So werewolf, a Loch Ness Monster, of course, uh, the Pukwudgie. That's my favorite. He's, he's one that is really short, has a big belly, and leads people somewhere. And, you know, I don't know, steals their spirit or something. Skinwalkers are the scariest just because the name. I mean, and coming from the Indians, uh, the Aztecs, and the curse, those just kind of are scary. But the, what a, a skinwalker is a... Is a it's very close to it. It's, apparently, it's a shapeshifter, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, shapeshifter. Yeah, so it's similar to a werewolf, though, in... When it attacks, it seems like it goes from a wolf to a, and it runs alongside the car. Of course, they, this show is what four seasons in. They've never had anything. Yeah, it shows that you only have one story from. Like I, I like the show. I like the technology. I like the tests. Getting a little tired of rockets, um, but but uh, but the stories. Always I mean, I'm getting tired of the rockets too. Yeah. It's like over and over again. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Skinwalker. Skinwalker is not just Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker has to do with the curse the Aztecs put on. Right, but but that's that ranch is named that because of the Skinwalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they haven't seen really any kind of compelling evidence of anything like that. No, but no. The supernatural aspects seems to going out. I mean, the supernatural. If, if there really is some sort of thirty-one feet up, there's something or whatever. Yeah, right now he's talking about the secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. That's yeah. a show that is on, I believe, the History Channel. Yeah, and, it's not uh, the same people do curse of, curse both, of both of us watch that and we talk about it afterwards. It's very interesting. And he's just saying that technology is the interesting thing. Not necessarily that they see anything, but it, it there are things that happen that are odd and make you scratch your head. But Skinwalkers, Wendingos and Nightcrawlers, those are the main ones. Nightcrawlers, to me, are the creepiest have you ever seen a night crawler? I don't know what that is. No, it's it's these things that it look like just two long legs walking, okay. and they're not I always walk at night, and there's not really much of a head. It's just legs and then a head. And right. th those things are creepy. I've seen a bunch of those. Now, the reason why I bring all this up is because I'm just saying this. There's a broad range of really weird things that people say they see and are serious. And it's very hard to just discount what they're saying because, I mean, like I said, they ruin their reputation. We have people in the government that have done it. We've got people that are high up. We've got people in the military that are doing it. I mean, there's, there's just a lot of really credible sources that say they see these things. And so we gotta, we gotta say they're seeing something and it's very hard just to write it off as some type of natural phenomena. Some of them, you know, you can, yeah, but a lot of them, it's very hard to. Some of them giant just get a big, big following on YouTube and stuff too, but not not the government people necessarily. They're yeah. more serious, right? Yeah. You hope, you hope, right? But the government's been involved in some weird stuff over the, over the history. Of it, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're right because it's easy if they are 
on YouTube making money to write it off as they've got to do that to entertain people. So you can do that, but it, it does go beyond that. The, the reputations that people are on the line, it's, yeah. you got a lot of people that are doing it. There's a guy that I forget what it's called. I'll think of it in just a moment, but he's on YouTube and he's an older man and something started happening in his house and he just started recording it, recording it and throwing those up on YouTube. And he's done it now for years and um he he doesn't make any money on it he's not in it for that at all but that that is the most interesting one that is um that is kind of outside the box of the standard shows uh but i'll remember it it's a really good one i have to tell you what it is but i you've got to watch you've got to watch uh project fear project fear that that's just fun fun to watch that it's crazy too because they are crazy and i try to think would i do what they're doing and what they basically do is go into a haunted house or a haunted building or a haunted hospital you know an old hospital and then all four of them separate and go to the what are the most haunted places and sleep there for the night now, is, that I, part of, is that part of the new york coast yeah, yeah, and the New York Post did a long thing on it. Yeah, it was because I saw as you're describing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of your New York Post doing something on Skimwalker Ranch. Well, they did that too. Yeah, that was called uh, something like um, the Basement Office. Yeah, yeah. They did that right, and but then on that same channel, there's different there's different groups of videos. I don't yeah. know that they've done Project Fear. I'll check, I'll check I, it. I need to check that one recently, and it was very similar to what you're talking. about. Okay, I'm going to check that out. I want to see it. I'm always looking for good paranormal or cryptoid or whatever else stuff. Uh, I don't spend all my time doing this, but I am interested. And I do think it has significance whenever it becomes visible. And here, here's the thing, Ed. I do think we as Christians are, people may say, hey, listen, I just said that stuff aside, concentrate on God, what God has given me, what's in front of me. I don't care about any of that stuff. And I say, okay, that that makes sense. But another thing that I say makes more sense, especially for people, uh, you know, like us, you teach uh, in your classes, you teach Bible, I teach. And it's, uh, and I think we're responsible for looking at the world, looking at technology, looking at everything that's going on, because we believe that is a source that God has given us to understand things. The Bible is the primary source. It's the, it's the one we go to for all of our spiritual things. It's the final source. But whenever we're talking about just this kind of stuff, I think we're supposed to. I think we should. And I don't think it's wrong. Now, now, Ed, you, you, you'll probably agree with me on this. We're just observing and trying to figure out what's going on. We are not going in and trying to find ghosts or trying to find aliens, just trying to call aliens, sticking a you know light up in the sky and doing some meditation, trying to bring aliens here. Uh, you know, that is something that I believe you're against, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's part of the alien, especially with aliens and ghosts, though, is this whole, uh, and I'm not going to mention names of people, right, but like the whole issue of of meditating and getting group meditations to try and attract, to try and attract UFOs. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, I think there's, you're, you're basically, it's the modern Ouija board, right? When I was a kid or the, or the modern seance. When I was a kid, I had an older brother and sisters and cousins, and they used to try and scare us all the time. And when the parents were out, I'd turn the lights out, do a seance, and then, you know, your brother's knocking on the table or something like that. But there's there's serious issues, and that's what uh, Hugh Ross talks a lot about. There's a lot of a lot of aliens. Specific Hugh Ross, Hugh Ross, he's, uh, he's uh, who, tell me who he is. Reason to believe. 
he, what okay reasons to believe right and, and his and, and he's a christian and he's he defends christian. he defends he yeah, usually just earth. defends old earth type stuff right but, yeah but I'm, if i'm not this i uh, no, no he's no um he's an astrophysicist right okay okay i, I believe right um so good he, guy though good guy though right real good guy and um he even was over in russia speaking with their physicists over there a long time ago and they were big into the occult and his thing is that a lot of the actual reports come from the occult, from people doing doing satanic worship, doing meditation in not meditating on the word of God, right? So um, anyway, so he that's kind of his line, and you should watch some of his videos online. He's really he's, he goes into it quite a bit. Hugh Ross, that's who we're Hugh, talking about. Hugh Ross. Ross. Yeah. Um, okay, so the way you talked about Ouija board uh, well, yeah, because I'm talking about like th this this whole using using the idea of spiritual beings they're using the same kind of technique for that are attracting UFOs and they're usually like these orbs right most most sightings are not clear physical objects they see these bright lights in the sky that are moving all over the place and fast right um, so are they are, are they all the same thing or are those are those demons are they the ones that are shutting down the nuclear fence are they angels trying to keep us from killing ourselves maybe that's why I, that's why i just can't put them all in the same category i don't i don't think i have to right it's uh, interesting that is so interesting i mean just uh whenever you say things like that it kind of just the box begins to break you know you have to break out of the box sometime yeah absolutely and you have to say something even in theory maybe this that sounds like a conspiracy theory which i i want to I, someday i want to do a podcast on how sick i am of the word conspiracy theory because it is just being used now it is the new um argument reductio ad hitler <laughs> reducing everything to this ridiculous thing in association and whenever you associate any of your views with the conspiracy theory that is a logical fallacy uh, in arguments because you're just trying to shut it down you're not listening yeah, to the arguments absolutely yeah racist all the all the different things right conspiracy theory racist misogynist homophobe yeah. whatever it's just a way to just stop the conversation but the, here's i want to say something real quick about what you said about people because my wife is like the person you described you know, she loves god she loves jesus she doesn't care about any of this stuff but the 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 reason I care about and I think it's important is what happens, whether it's a false flag, right? And it's the government and they bring out and they're trying to, you know, the new world order and they're trying to get one world government. What's a better way than to have 500 UFOs show over six different countries, capitals, right? Yeah. We have to fight this thing, right? We need to join forces. Well, what happens to the person's Christian worldview? And especially if it's a real UFO invasion, right? When it gets in your face, okay, this is real. What does that do to your faith? And that's my biggest concern for people that are, that, that don't pay any attention to it or anything. They just kind of a lot of people just write it off as silliness, and that's fine. But what happens if it turns out to be real, and your faith gets shaken? And it doesn't. It's not going to shake my faith either way, because there's nothing in creation that God's not in control of. Right. So if there are UFOs, I find it weird that God wouldn't have let us know, hey, these people can reach here, right? Um, but I think for the person who's not paying attention, can, they can get blindsided. They can really shake their faith. And I don't think it needs to or it should.
It is, and you know, well, most people, their faith, especially in in our circles, <clears throat> that they, they are, they don't really have an open box. I like I've been talking about putting your theology in a box, and of course, we do standardize a lot of things in our theology. You know, we turn them into creeds and dogma, but there isn't really any dogma about this, and there's it just falls outside the worldview you're comfortable with, and in everything, we like to stay comfortable, and this thing is kind of breaking that with with lots and lots of Christians. Uh, and we, we do, uh, we'll back just for a second to what we were talking about earlier with the Ouija boards, we do not, God does not want us, uh, he, he, he says, no, you know, there's, uh, you don't go to a medium, you don't go to a spiritualist, you don't go to somebody that talks to the dead, and you don't talk to the dead. That's part of the rules of the Old Testament that I think uh, present principles that are abiding for us as Christians uh, because here's the deal. Here's the most significant thing, and I think this is so important. If it, if it does turn out to be real in some sense, nobody's lying, something's going on. We are not, God says, to try to communicate with the other side. That's the basic deal outside of communicating with God in order to get information. God's basically saying, I am your source of information about all spiritual things. Do not try, if, you're, if you ever see a ghost, do not talk to that ghost and get information from that ghost. Do not believe that ghost. Mm -hmm. If you ever see a demon, if you ever see it, and this extends, I believe, to aliens, uh, but I'm not sure about that because what if they are from the other side and now they got some new information and it's natural information that God wants us to have. That's a harder one. But if we know it's something spiritual, something from the other side, which I can't really define the other side at all. I know is it seems to be that, you know, where the angels are, I know is different than where we are. I don't think it's a place. I don't think it's uh, you can map it out in our universe. I don't think it's another, uh, another unit or another galaxy. Uh, I mean, it could be, I, I, it could be, I'm not saying it has to be outside of place and time. Though. Yeah. So, I mean, they are, they are uh, transcendent to where we are. So maybe another dimension. That's what I think. And so in that, I think God is saying, do not try to reach that other dimension where I am at outside of me. And I think that's the most important thing. Don't you think that's the principle? I think it is. And I think it's important, the things you listed, like, like necromancy, etc. God wouldn't prohibit it if it wasn't possible. You're right. Tell us, don't Good do point. these things that you can't do. Right. Um, and so, and that's even with all the idolatry, you know, uh, the idolatry and everything in the Old Testament. These were idols, but they were wrecked. They were they were trying to call the spirit of their God, right, into the um, you know in, into that idol. It was the the opening, right, the, the opening of the mouth or whatever. And so it's not the, again with the Ouija board. The Ouija board is the modern thing. The idol was something that they were trying to call a spirit into. Yeah, they weren't worshiping the piece of wood. I mean, we have lots of references to worthless pieces of wood and metal and stone in the Old Testament, but but in their mind, the, the pagans and the you know, um, and like go back to the Babylonians and all, they were trying to call an actual spirit in, which is prohibited, right? We're prohibited from doing that, like you said, it, but it's not because it's not possible, it is possible, or we wouldn't be prohibited from doing it. 
isn't that interesting? Let, let me draw. Let me see if I can draw the line. I know we're kind of all over the place, but this is a blast. <laughs> it, it's, hard to, it, it's hard to not pull all different things into the alien conversation because yeah, all, yeah, exactly. Let me let me ask you this: What you think about this? Um, okay, so we know we are not to communicate with the other side in order to get information. You know, let's say you say um, I need to find out where my 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 dead wife is. And so you go to a spirit and spiritualist uh, medium and they uh, they say, I've got her right here. And she says she is fine, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, that is what we are not to do. Now, let's say um, let, let's say something within our worldview already that you run across somebody who is demon possessed. Mm -hmm. I was telling somebody yesterday that I thought the Catholics did a good job, I mean, generally speaking, whenever they say you do not communicate with the demon outside of asking his name and invoking the name of Jesus. You're not trying to get a conversation going with them. You're not, you don't want information from them. Stay completely away from that. But the problem is, Ed, here's the line. Some people, we do believe, get demon-possessed, and therefore we encounter the other side. Mm -hmm. And we have to in some way confront it. I don't think we run from a person who is demon possessed. I don't know how to cast out a demon. Uh, so I'm not saying that, but I've tried before. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I have tried to call on the name of Christ and get a demon out of somebody who believed they had a demon. Mm -hmm. Didn't work, uh, ended tragically, but um, it was, uh, that, that's not funny. I'm sorry, it's really not. I, uh, it was my sister, and so yeah, I, I, I can laugh about that. So yeah, I know the stories. Yeah, so um, uh, you, that you come across those things. Some people, uh, some a person called me the other day and said they were in in their hallway and they saw a little black creature, not black in the sense of uh, race, but pure black. It was just it, it, they said it looked like it it was painted black. And it just ran straight to them and ran straight through them. Uh, again, another story that I had no reason to doubt except for it's weird. It's right. bizarre. There, we, but we believe all kinds of bizarre stuff. But my, my deal is, what do you do if you see a spirit and they start talking to you? Or let me go to our current thing. You see an alien. They confront you. Um, uh, since they're on this side, at least in visibility, does that uh, suddenly say that we can have conversations with them? See the, see the line, Ed? Yeah, yeah. But I think, I, I guess the issue is when you're talking about something that's actual, that's co confronting you versus you summoning them, right? I, so I it's, an, it's an intentionality? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, if, if, um, if an alien lands in my front yard, comes in and asks to use the bathroom, right? I mean, that's not me summoning him here, right? So, I, I mean, I would hope that um, he would use the bathroom and leave, right? But, but who knows? But I yeah. think that's different than sitting sitting on a mountain somewhere with a fifty of your buddies that each paid a thousand bucks a piece to be there, and, <laughs> and, and then we're all going to chant this chant until the aliens show up. Um, there's a big difference there, and it's the same with demons. It's the same with like going to a medium, things like that. Uh, whether it's a fortune teller, whether it's somebody trying to reach your, you know, um, reach a dead relative or loved one or whatever. I think there's a big difference there, and I think with especially with demons, 
I don't think we go looking for him anyway. I think we just, if we're confronted, we do what you did. You try, right? You trust in Christ and and, and try to remove the demon, but you don't go looking for him. I, I don't think that's, uh, I don't really think that's something that we should do. Well, let me ask you something else. Another line, whenever you say you don't go looking for him, what if I say... Well, that just is common sense, too. Not just, you know, well, 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 what if I say this? Um, we can go looking for him as long as our intentions are not to gain information from them, but about them. What about that? What do you think? Because there are people out there, uh, like the ghost hunters, uh, they are they they are more to go there and try to figure out what's going on. They're investigating. Yeah, they're kind of one of the most legitimate of the ghost yeah, hunters. They're glory seeking, right? I mean, they got a show about it, right? So it's not like they didn't. It's not like there was no money in it for them already. Well, I, okay. Let me let me not use them. I, uh, I, if I if I search right now, paranormal investigators, Oklahoma, you will find a list of people. I've looked through them. It just curious one day a long time ago but i've looked through them and that none of them make any money uh they're all there to help other people and so there those type of people they go there you know of course some of them go there and try to summon the ghost or talk to the ghost or whatever else but if you're going to try to help somebody isn't it kind of like somebody who is an exorcist and you know he goes to places to help with the exorcism so in, in some sense somebody's Somebody's there to do something to confront, to make it leave, kind of like a demon possession. And then maybe there's other people who just study it, like people at the Skinwalker Ranch. Ranch, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Don't you think that's okay because the intentionality is different? I, yeah, I guess spiritual stuff versus um, even though I think it's all tied together. Skinwalker, and when I was talking about, was I was specifically talking about exorcism, right? I think the only time you get into any of this stuff is if you're called to do. You're called to teach, right? I'm called to teach to some degree. I'm also, you know, I live in El Salvador now for 13 years, and um, we do work with missionary groups and, and work with a lady that has um, kids of prostitutes that she raises. And, and so that's the kind of stuff that I do, but I'm, I'm called to do that. But I believe I'm called by God to do that, just as you're called by God to teach. I believe that. I don't think these people are, are their occupation is that, but I, there's a difference between a Christian worldview and a, and just your worldview, right? So, so these people are free outside of Christianity to do whatever they want. Yeah. I don't think experimenting. I think is if you stop, if you're trying to get things out of a house, or the house is possessed, or something like that. I grew up, you know, with the Amityville Horror when I was a kid, and it was a scary movie, scary book, but. So if you can get somebody to come in and bless the house and remove the evil spirits from it, I, I think that's fine. Yeah, I, I think I just don't think the average Christian should be out looking for demons and and trying to do it. Yeah, because that, that, that's where the line's at. And that's where you say it's pretty easy probably to cross that line. If you go, hey, you know, there's a there's a, a, a abandoned hospital here in Oklahoma that somebody says there's lots of ghosts and demons. If right. I'm sitting here scratching my head saying that would be really cool and right. I just go there and just hang out. Maybe I don't even say anything and wait for something to happen. I'm right. not saying that's wrong, but I am saying that feels very close to being on that line of gaining information beyond what God has wants us to. And again, I think, I think we work as Christians in principles 
it, that is more important than the actions because the principles call us to the actions. They're the reason why we do things. And I do believe that whenever we're getting into this stuff, which we are, of course, I mean, the world is more and more, and I think it's just going to increase. We've got to keep that in mind. We've got to understand that, you know, God's not just saying, I don't want you to know anything. He's just saying, I've got the information that is beyond that, the spiritual information, those things are from me alone and trust in me. And and as long as we keep that principle and hold to it strongly, uh, as we move into this time of weird stuff, I, and I think it's always good to remember that principle because it's, it's one about the authority of God and the trust that we're supposed to have in him. But not, it's not about don't investigate, don't explore, don't try to figure out what's going on in this world because that's what we're called to do as well. We're called to have dominion over the world, right? But here's the thing you go to that hospital, right? And you find out, okay, there really are demons in you, right? And you get possessed. It's dangerous too. It's not the fake stuff and the cool stuff, right? The scary house at the amusement park, the haunted house there, that's fun because it's fake. But you start, you're warned against doing things too, not just because it's a sin, right? It, it's because this is really dangerous. Yeah. Um, you know, what, yeah. If, what, if it, what if the thing follows you home? Yeah. Because I, I, I do believe they're real. I don't, I don't, they're not all real, obviously. Most of the stuff we hear about is hoax, whether it's UFOs, ghosts, um, whatever it is, right? Um, most of it are hoaxes or misunderstandings. But demons aren't your friend. Right? There's nothing going to be good. You, you go there to be scared, and who knows what can happen. Right? It is. It is. And that, that, again, the intentionality is very iffy whenever you talk about stuff like that. Yeah, but at the same time, it's really, it's really good during this time, though, to remember that principle, to remember you know, God telling us that. I mean, he says it in principle in general. Um, and he says it, uh, you know, in, in specific when he's talking about going to mediums and spiritualists, don't do that stuff. I should have had that scripture ready. I don't, but it's in Leviticus somewhere. Uh, but having said all that here, we are talking about this stuff and, you know, it shows us we're, we're just talking about it like this is not crossing the line. We're trying to figure stuff out. We are investigating the world. Like you said, we are, we are having dominion over the world and therefore that we have, gosh, we've gone one hour so far talking about it because there's so much and we could, we could talk about it for another few hours. Okay. Ed, we are going to have to stop for now and we will continue this conversation. Um, because we got so much more to go. I mean, it's been great. This is just a preamble folks to what we can talk about, about this. And now we're going to kind of move into more of our theories and trying to work it in with the Bible and what may be going on in the background. Right. And I think this next one will really kind of blow you away, get you out of your box. Not because we know we're right about it, but because we know we're right about, we don't know. And that's right. going to be the thing. So, um, join us next time for this. Thanks Ed for being here. Theology 